O Fire twelve hundred and forty six sent from me from my own hands a very exclusive pair of I Love Haters socks. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. Thanks to our new sponsor, Google, you can go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 AdWords credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. Fire Nation into house, JLD here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jay Bear. Jay, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared to ignite yes. for the third time, Fire Nation. <laughs> I think I was like episode 26 or something like that. 36, 792, and now you're 1281. Yeah. Dude, that's like 1,245 shows ago. That is <laughs> remarkable. You are unstoppable, JLD. No one can hold you back. Uh, you can see why I brought him back for a third time, Fire Nation. This guy is amazing behind the mic as well as pretty much everything else he does. And he is the president of Convince and Convert, a digital marketing and customer service expert and a New York Times bestselling author of five books, count them five, including the brand new book, Hug Your Haters, How to Embrace Complaints and Keep Your Customers, Fire Nation. At the very least, you got to see the cover of this book. It makes me laugh in a great way every time I see it. So Jay, take a minute, fill in some gaps from the intro and give us a little glimpse about what you have going on right now. So the book uh, is, is really intended to showcase the disruption in customer service. And the disruption in customer service is the exact same disruption that we've experienced in marketing. It's just that there's 500 books about marketing disruption. There's now one book about customer service disruption. It's the same story. It's mobile. It's social media. It's millennials. It's customer expectation changes. Uh, I wrote a book about it. Tons of research went into the book, too. It's not just my advice. Uh, it is based in real research. And it will literally make you reexamine every single thing you do in terms of how you relate to your customers, whether you're a big business, small business, anything in between, you will be walking away thinking, man, I got to make some changes. So there's something that I just got to bring up to you right now, Jay, is that every time you write a book, I say, how did he do it? Like, how did he find that one thing that like nobody's been talking about and nobody ever like had that conversation? And every time you write that book, I'm like, okay, this is the last time he's going to be able to do that because now everything else has kind of been talked about. And every time you find a new topic that's just brand new, that people need to go deep and you go deep on it. Like, how do you do that? Well, thanks. That's nice of you to say. I think part of it is that it really, really helps running a consulting firm sure. because I'm working with you know, some of the most interesting brands in the world every day on some of these issues. And this particular topic, Hug Your Haters and the revolution in customer service and the fact that customer service is the new marketing, that really came to me just through our day-to-day -day work where we were getting asked by all these companies like, hey, how do we handle Twitter in a customer service scenario? We kind of have it figured out in a marketing scenario. There's all this confusion. I'm like, bro, it's 2016. Like, We got to get this sorted out. And and look, the reality is business has had a pretty free ride for a long time. I mean, for, you know, what, 50 years, uh, maybe 100 years, maybe 500 years, almost all the complaints that business has gotten has been in private, right? Whether it was face-to-face -face or telephone or fax uh, or letter with a stamp on it or email or phone, it was all in private. And now a lot of what we want from companies and a lot of how we interact with companies is in public. Customer service is a spectator sport now, and businesses are using a 1995 playbook to solve 2016 customer service issues and it ain't going to work anymore. 
Fire Nation, I know you're already in with this because I know that I am. And Jay and his team have created a pretty special, awesome opportunity for you. The URL is amazing as always. Hugyourhaters.com slash fire. Not only are you going to be able to get the book, there's going to be a lot of cool things that go along with it. So you definitely want to check out that URL, hugyourhaters.com slash fire. We're going to talk more about what's going to be on that page as bonuses in a little bit. But first and foremost, Shay, I went through this book. I loved it. I told you in the pre-chat that we had that I love your chapter title. So I kind of want to break those down, go through those, and just have you maybe pull out a couple key things as we go through that first chapter being, why should you embrace complaints? Can you kind of pull out the juice from that chapter? Two reasons. Uh, first reason, it actually makes you money. So I did all this research for the book on the science of complaints, who complains, where, why, and how. And we found in the research that answering a complaint increases customer advocacy and customer loyalty every time, in every channel. And not answering a customer complaint decreases customer loyalty and customer advocacy in every channel. It takes a bad situation and makes it worse. So quite simply, JLD, if you answer somebody's problem or their question or their complaint, it makes them more likely to buy from you again and more likely to advocate on your behalf. That equals money over time. The second reason, and I think this is particularly important for Fire Nation to hear, is that praise is the most overrated thing in life. It's the most overrated thing there is. Every time somebody says, Fire Nation, you're amazing. JLD is the best, <laughs> the best podcast in the world. Like all of that, right? It makes you feel great. Yeah. But I it love doesn't it. teach you, it doesn't teach you anything. No. You already know what you're good at. In almost every case, we already know what we're good at. It doesn't teach us anything. It's just, it just makes us feel good about ourselves. So what makes you better? What teaches you lessons are criticism, negative feedback, complaints. Complaints are the petri dish for improvement. Without them, you'll never improve. Complaints are the petri dish of improvements. Love that. And Jay, you don't have to answer this next question, but if you would, humor me. What's your middle name? Charles. If you were going to say like something to start with an L, I've been like, it's JLB and JLD. That would have been pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know Jane's it for you, but Charles goes back like seven generations or something. Right. So I, I've kind of stuck with it and my son has it now. Uh, much to oh, cool. Chagrin. Well, listen, JCB and JLD, it still works on every level. And moving on, we want to talk about the two types of haters and the actual DNA of complaints. In the research that I conducted, and this was not, you know, sort of a survey monkey quick thing. This is, you know, massive, expensive, comprehensive, world-class research, thousands and thousands of people. And it turns out there's two totally different types of haters, JLD. There are what I call off-stage haters. And off-stage haters complain in private through the legacy channels, right? So phone and email. And then there are the on-stage haters who complain in public, social media, review sites, which might be like a Yelp or a TripAdvisor mm. or whatever review site's important in your business and discussion boards and forums. So demographically, they're a little different. The offstage folks are a little older, a little less tech savvy, as you might suspect, but they're not massively different in terms of their demographics. What's super important to understand is the differences in expectations. So if you call or email a business, you fully expect to hear back. Yeah. It's the social contract, right? I mean, it's just like the way business is done. So when you do, when you do hear back, when somebody answers a complaint email, you're like, well... Yeah, like you're not doing cartwheels. You're like, well, yeah, of course they need to look back. But if you complain in social or other places like that, only about half of those customers who complain in those places expect a response because typically they don't get one. 
lots of businesses don't respond in social and review sites and discussion boards and forums. Only about half expect it. So when you do go out of your way to answer those complaints, to hug your haters online, the impact on the customer is tremendous. You can blow their minds and win their hearts. That is the big opportunity for Fire Nation, for all businesses, is to hug those onstage haters in the places where they never saw you coming. I can remember so clearly, and Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this all the time, is that when Crush It came out and he had a ton of one-star and two-star reviews, he went through in Amazon and like in detail just answered every single one and responded to every single one and two-star comments and just like a very genuine way, like, hey, listen, I'm sorry that I let you down. And and he has gotten so much over the years, yeah. feedback and response from that, Finish. Like, that's what you got to be thinking about. You you know, people think you're going to just send this tweet out to the universe and it's going to disappear. Well, what if that tweet actually gets responded and, and, and that customer feels like they do have a voice in that social media world? So I love that, but not quite as much, Jay, as I love the title of your next chapter, which is, the Hatrix. Who complains, where, and why? Expound. So The Hatrix was was named by Tamson Webster, who's the uh, terrific uh, speaking coach at Iradium. Uh, her husband is Tom Webster, who works for Edison Research, who conducted the research for the book. And so she named The Hatrix. And, and The Hatrix, actually, in every book, every actual hard copy of the book, The Hatrix is a poster. So every book includes a poster uh, that is The Hatrix with all the key data from the book that you can rip out of the book, put on your wall, put on your desk, and refer back to it, and you will want to. Because what The Hatrix shows is is how often people expect to hear back and what happens when you answer and don't answer. So for example, if you answer a customer in a discussion board or a forum, okay, the impact on their customer advocacy is highest there, higher than social media, way higher than the phone or email, because so few companies participate in forums that if you do, you are differentiating over your competition and it has this huge impact. So the Hatrix breaks all that down and and shows what those dynamics are. The other thing that's in the Hatrix, which I think you'll find interesting and Fire Nation will as well, is that social media usage, social media participation drives complaints. So we we studied it and we found that the more you use Facebook, the more you complain. The more you use Twitter, the more you complain. Hmm. Probably unsurprising at some level, but by the same token, there's definitely a circumstance where when you're in social all the time, you complain more. Why? Because it's so incredibly easy to do so. I mean, it's so easy to, with one hand on a smartphone, bitch about something as opposed to wait on hold or craft an email with two hands. Fire Nation, I hope you're not driving in your car right now because Jay is dropping so many value bombs. I think it might be a danger to anybody that's on the road. So just kind of a quick little side note there. And Jay, we're going to continue these value bombs because you've got some awesome things coming up. But Fire Nation, we're going to first take a quick minute, so don't go anywhere, to thank our sponsors. Did you know you spend about a third of your life sleeping? I take sleep very seriously. Everything from blackout curtains to setting my phone on airplane mode before I get into bed are musts. But what's a good night's sleep without a good mattress? Casper mattresses are obsessively engineered and American-made. Wait, did I just say obsessively engineered? Yes, I did. That means Casper brings two comfy technologies together for better nights and brighter days. Latex foam and memory foam. Looking for just the right sink and just the right balance no matter how you sleep? 
Casper has you covered. Right now, you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash fire and using promo code fire. They'll deliver it straight to you and you can try it out for 100 days. If you're not happy, they'll pick it back up. Remember, you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash fire and using promo code fire. Terms and conditions apply. Naming your business can be tough. We're all super passionate and very protective of our ideas, as we should be. My rule of thumb is clear first and then clever if it fits, but never just clever. The reason being, it's tough to get recognized if your name doesn't immediately communicate what it is you have to offer. But when I saw this business name, I knew they had nailed the clear and clever aspects. It was a dentist office called Nothing But The Tooth. I'm a big fan of puns, but again, clear first and then clever if it fits. And there are other ways to attract attention, of course. No matter what your business is called, an ad on Google will help you find new customers at the exact moment they're searching for what you have to offer. Why not give it a try? Go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. All right, Jay, we're back and we're going to end strong here. We got three things that I want to talk about. The first one being... Customer service is a spectator sport. Now, I read that chapter, so I know what it's all about, but break it down for Fire Nation. What do you mean by that? Well, we talked about a little bit earlier that historically complaints were always in private, and now uh, more and more and more complaints are in public. It's about a third right now uh, in terms of the actual complaint count are in public or on stage, but that number is changing very quickly. More and more people are turning to social media to complain, to review sites. There's this huge proliferation of review sites. The one I profile in the book is called Real Self which is the ratings and review sites. It's like Yelp for plastic surgery. (laughs) So you can go one to five stars on your butt lift or whatever, which is amazing. Like every industry has these ratings and review sites. In fact, last time I was on your show, we talked about marketingpodcast.com, which was sort of Yelp for podcasts, right? So every industry uh, has those kind of um, sites. And and so technology and mobile are, are, are forcing us to complain in public or encouraging us to complain in public. But the other thing, JLD, is if you just think about society, right? So today's young people are tomorrow's dominant consumer group. They will, they will have the most purchasing power. And that group has no interest in complaining in private. I have two teenagers, two high school students at home, uh, and they have smartphones, of course, but they have no interest in using the phone part of that device. Like, you can't get my son, who's 14, you can't get him to talk on the phone at bayonet point. <laughs> no interest, right? None. And email is like 1% more attractive. Yeah. I mean, it's just not even part of their world. It is all texting, Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. That's it, right? So if you want to deal with them, if they have a company problem, uh, they're going to try and reach out to that company on those channels first. And most companies simply are not prepared to do customer service on Snapchat, for example. But they're going to have to because we've got to, we've got to get to the point where, where we are meeting our customers on the ground of their choosing instead of meeting our customers on the ground of our insistence. Man, I love that. Now, Jay, I'm going to ask you to bear with me here and Fire Nation, bear with me too, because I promise I'm going to get there. It's just, it's going to take me a second. The Podcasters Paradise Cruise, Jay, happened last November, and it was amazing. We had Chris Brogan, Andrew Warner, Chris Ducker, Chase Reeves, 
And one thing that we did a couple times that was a huge hit, we did karaoke at night. And I'm telling you, you have not seen like people on stage rocking it. So you've seen Ducker uh, and Chase Reeves on stage. I mean, these guys, they could be American Night. I'm just telling you right now, they're amazing. <laughs> Ducker's got mad skills. Mad skills. He used to sing for like 10 years in a band in the yep. Philippines. He's so good. And I didn't expect it. He blew me away. And long story short, because I'm trying to get to the point here, I felt like, you know, as a person who hosted this cruise, like I had to step up, but I do not have a good voice. I don't have great stage presence when I'm singing. And I was just like, I really have one ace up my sleeve. And that was the song by Sir Mix-a-Lot, I Like Big Butts. I, I, I know that song inside out. I can just rock it. I know all the words, the moves. And I got out there and I will say I did crush it. And and this is leading us into the next chapter, which is big butts, five obstacles to providing great service. Now, Jay, do you see how I did that? That was well done. You should do podcasting for a living. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what's funny, though? I had to fight my ass off to get that title in the book oh, because my publisher was sort of like, oh, I don't know yeah. if we want to go there. It's a business <laughs> book. you know. And so I'm like, no, it's going to be funny. Don't worry. JLD will love it. I, I um, love it. They, they, they allowed me to have it. So look, you know, look, when you read the book, you will realize within 40 pages, like, oh, man, I should be doing this. And yeah. then you get to that chapter, and that there's a reason why that chapter is where it is in the book. And you're like, well, okay, but I can't because of this, this, this. And you start rolling the excuses. And and so the common problems are you don't have the resources. People say, I don't have the resources to answer every complaint. And I'm like, well, that's just not true. You just choose to not use your resources that way. Um, I mean, look at it this way. There's a stat in the book that says – we spend $500 billion a year on marketing and we spend $9 billion a year on customer service. Wow. Now that doesn't necessarily make sense when you kind of think it through, right? So if you're like, we don't have the resources, we'll just spend a little less on marketing and a little more on keeping the customers you've already learned, earned and you might be better off. Other people say there's too many channels. We just talked about that, right? I don't care. You're going to have to answer customers in more places. It's the way the world has evolved. Um, some of it though, and I think probably the biggest issue is just culture. Right. I mean, my, my favorite stat in the whole book, and there's a lot of data in the book, my favorite stat is from Forrester. And they say that 80%, this is crazy, <laughs> 80% of companies say that they deliver superior customer service. Ooh. 8% of their customers agree. <laughs> okay. So we have a real problem. Like, I think we have, we have found the problem. Uh, and, and, and so a lot of it's just cultural, right? Like people say, oh, sure, we're good at customer service, but you're not really. I mean, are you really bending over backwards? Are you empowering people on your team or yourself for that matter to do whatever it takes to keep a customer? Or if somebody is negative, you're like, well, you know what? If they're negative, I don't want them as a customer. Yeah. That's what we typically do. You know, we ignore customers all the time, especially online. And that's not accidental. It's a strategy. I, I've, lots of my friends are entrepreneurs and they own small businesses. And a good friend of mine here in town, I'm like, hey, man, you've got all these Yelp reviews where people are like, you up. He's like, yeah, we don't pay attention to Yelp. They're all liars. And I'm like, dude, Ugh. that's not a good idea. <laughs> so your favorite stat, it reminds me of one of my favorite stats, which is 91% of drivers think that they're above average drivers. And you're just like, well, I mean, that they're not, obviously. It's so true. It's so <laughs> Everybody true. thinks they're an above average driver. It's like, no, you're a horrible driver. I just need you to know that on every single level. And I mean, just that comment, you know, about Yelp, like they're all liars. I mean, you know, whatever you really may think, like you got to put yourself in the situation of the people, the, the customers that are going to Yelp's app and typing in and seeing what those, those reviews are. I mean, that is the reality. Now, 
Jay, we're going to finish strong as we always do here. And one of your chapters towards the end was a powerful title. And I really am kind of looking forward to where you think about this because it just seems like you are always a little ahead of the curve, just cutting edge on all these levels. The future of customer service, where's it going? Well, there's going to be more and more channels. So we talk a lot in the book about Twitter and Facebook, of course, and review sites and discussion boards and forums, but that's just scrap, uh, scratch on the surface. Facebook Messenger, already super viable for customer service, and Facebook is pushing it in that direction. Uh, Twitter just rolled out some interesting new features in a customer service context uh, two weeks ago. Uh, WhatsApp now has a billion, a billion users of WhatsApp. Um, lots of companies starting to use it for customer service, and they should. WeChat in Asia, enormous and has huge customer service potential. And there's a lot of new customer service specific apps that people are trying to spin up. So it's like, hey, if you've got a problem, use this app instead of going out into the public ether. The other thing that I think is um, is really important is that if you accept that there's going to be more complaints and you're going to have to answer more complaints, it's going to you know require more resources – the key to that is being proactive and predictive. And what I mean by that is being smart enough about your business and about your life to understand when somebody might need to complain and then fix it before they have to complain. So I want to give you a little story here. Let me tell you a little story. So Fire Nation, I want you to steal this idea. Okay. So just, (laughs) I'm I'm telling you right now, so you can give yourself a second to listen hard because I want you to steal this idea. There's a guy interviewing the book, my friend, Glenn Gorab. Glenn is an oral surgeon in Connecticut. Okay, not a sexy gig. Nobody likes going to the oral surgeon. Nobody is that much of a masochist. (laughs) So what he does, though, is so brilliant and so simple, you're going to go full on SMH. So every Friday, his team pulls him a list of the people who are coming into the office next week for the first time. And on Saturday and Sunday, when he's driving around, watching TV, laying on the couch, whatever, he calls them and says, hi, this is Glenn. I'm the oral surgeon. I understand you're coming in for the first time next week. Do you have any questions before you arrive? And people absolutely lose their minds because what doctor calls you, number one, what doctor calls you before you ever show up, number two, and what doctor genuinely cares enough about you to have a conversation with you on the weekend about those things. And it makes a huge, overwhelming difference in his business. He says he gets patients every week who say, I came to see you because you're the doctor who called my friend Mary before she ever showed up. (laughs) Every single person listening can incorporate that same idea of being proactive and predictive into their business. Hashtag SMH Fire Nation shaking my head as we speak. So Jay, you've been rapping with us now for over 20 minutes. You have dropped some stories. You've dropped some value bombs. You've just dropped uh, a lot of awesomeness. So we thank you for that today. So kind of maybe take a second now, share why Fire Nation, our listeners who are entrepreneurs, small business owners, you know, why is the book Hug Your Haters, you know, a necessary part of their arsenal? Because, and, and these are my words, Jay, I believe it's necessary. So I'm saying that, but why are you agreeing with me? Customer service disruption is real and it's here right now. Uh, Small businesses have an enormous, enormous advantage in that you can put these principles into practice right now with a minimum amount of effort compared to large companies. And everybody listening who's a small company eventually wants to be a big company. And one of the ways you get there, one of the ways you steal business from bigger companies is by being better at customer service than they are. So the time to put this into practice is now when you're small enough to actually do it without having to unscramble 
the omelet. And let me just tell you something. Customer service is the new marketing because your competitors, whatever size you are, your competitors, if they're smart, will eventually steal everything from you, right? They will, they will, they will copy your website content. They will mimic your trade show booth. They'll try and take your best customers. They'll try and poach your best employees. They'll copy your pricing. Everything that you do well, your smart competitors will eventually try to steal from you. That's just the truth. But the one thing, Fire Nation, they can't take from you, the one thing they can never take away from you, the one thing that is yours and yours alone, is if you genuinely and truly care more about your customers than they do, that is yours and yours alone, and it will set you apart. And that's how you take a small company and make it a big company. Customer service is the new marketing, Fire Nation. So Jay, hugyourhaters.com slash fire. What are we going to find there? So special landing page for the Fire Nation, uh, special deal if you buy three books on Amazon, and you're going to want three at least because you're going to read it. Like I know a lot of people who need to read this. Right. Buy three books. You get all kinds of bonus content. You get 200 bucks off my Keep Your Customers course, which I'm getting ready to launch pretty soon. Uh, seven modules, 50 videos, the comprehensive course on customer service. $200 off the course. You get an invitation to the exclusive Hug Your Haters Facebook group, which is already blowing up. It's already the most active customer service and customer experience group on the internet. You get access to Hate Ain't Equal, which is a whole collection of research that didn't fit in the book. And this is exclusive only to Fire Nation. And I mean only. I'm not just saying that. I mean, nobody else in the world has this deal. You get, on just three books purchased, sent from me, from my own hands, (laughs) a very exclusive pair of I Love Haters socks, which are truly spectacular. I will ship them to you and you can wear them with pride. Um, Fire Nation, done. Because <laughs> you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JCB and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And I usually say head over to eofire.com and type in J for the show notes page. But listen, let's just have one call to action here, Fire Nation. That's hugyourhaters.com slash fire. Get on up, invest in three books, get the I Love Haters socks shipped to your door from Jay himself. And Jay, I want to thank you personally for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution, allow me to introduce podcast websites. Website hosting, audio hosting, support security backup, all in one. Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a call to learn more and ignite.